What's up, guys? It is Wednesday, June 3rd. This week on the podcast, decided not to have a guest, and I'm going to talk about Cardano versus Ethereum and kind of give you guys a rundown on these new Shelly mainnet launch dates for Cardano, which are very important, and how Cardano transitioning is going to be a leading competitor to Ethereum. So as always, be sure to subscribe if you have not already and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain. Enjoy. This is the Blockhash Podcast. All right, we are live on YouTube once again. I want to take the time today to kind of talk about um, you know how these platforms are shaping up in the crypto markets, specifically Cardano, since it's had an incredible uh, you know past weekend, past week, and there are a lot of important dates. A lot of you are familiar with the Shelly launch date being finally announced, which is a huge deal for Cardano and for that project to effectively take on a larger market share that Ethereum kind of has a monopoly on right now. We need these things to happen. You need Shelly to come out. Eventually, we need Goguen to come out. So I want to talk about that specifically today and elaborate on what the hell is going on with Cardano as it has basically outperformed everything else in the top 10 in the crypto markets. Um, looking at the Shelly launch um, no spectrum that they got put out right now, they have June 9th marked for Shelly opening up to the public for the first time, um, which is not that far away. It's like, seven days away so that's going to you know encourage the price to grow a lot more a lot more people are going to come in and start buying we saw that over the past weekend when cardano jumped like 40 50 percent over just a couple days um from the mid five cent range to is almost as high as nine cents so you'll probably consider um blah, blah. <laughs> you'll probably continue to see um, a lot of growth in the project and a lot of growth as people want to buy into it, anticipating the staking event. Um, June 16th is the next day where they're going to further roll out more developments for Cardano with June 30th to July 7th being the date range that they decide to ship Shelly, depending on whether or not things work out. So that is some things that you need to keep in mind. And by July 20th, everyone will need to update um, for the new Shelly mainnet. And it's been a while. It's been a while waiting for this stuff to come out. Uh, the, the incentivized testnet happened back in December. And I believe, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, there was about 5 billion ADA that was being staked after just a snapshot. You have to keep in mind that... Um, the progress that they've seen in the incentivized testnet that has, has done really well has been a result of that snapshot, which is a relatively small portion can, um, in comparison to how much ADA will actually be staked after they roll out the mainnet. So they've had a lot of good signs and good progress early on. And I think as the mainnet gets rolled out, you'll see more and more people actually jump onto the platform. And a lot of that is going to have to do with this issue with proof of work. And there's going to be a lot of faltering with that. Um, obviously, Bitmain has come out with the new S19 and T19 um, as of recently. That will maybe spike the mining markets a little bit and keep miners uh, competitive. I should drink more coffee. 
Um, but mining right now is not as compelling as staking. I mean, if you look at all the costs that go into it and all the setbacks that it's had, um, you mean you have to account for warehousing, you have to account for electricity costs, you have to account for um, local prices and you know prices being spiked. You have hydropower in your area. Um, you know, are there local ordinances that would prevent you from accessing cheaper rates? Can you buy in a block? Do you have to upgrade? your equipment consistently what's the roi on that it's a headache and i can tell you from experience people are not going to want to stay in that system um, and while it's not going to disappear anytime soon and while technology will keep improving and you'll see more and more mining equipment come out you'll see hash rates continue to go up over time it's good for bitcoin but overall it's not the future of where this market's going to be the future of the market is going to move and shift away from proof of work consensus method to the proof of stake or something better than that in the future. And that's where Cardano has a huge edge and that's where Ethereum is struggling. Um, and that's a huge thing I wanted to point out because Ethereum has been essentially postponing their Ethereum 2.0 update since January of this year. Um, with a lot of people expecting it to come out maybe in July or later this summer, um, maybe the beginning of Q4, no one really knows. Um, and that setback, that, that angst, that pent up, um, you know, waiting is going to drive a lot of people to other platforms. You know, Ethereum has a huge bottleneck issue. They're too slow. Gas prices get too expensive. Um, you know, people are going to be looking for other solutions. And as Cardano rolls out Shelly and eventually Gogo in so you can um, build dApps and smart contracts on the platform, you will, you will likely see that market shift a little bit and you'll see people wanting to build on Cardano. You'll see people buying into Cardano for the sake of staking and investing into the platform long-term to support the network, which is already starting to happen. And you'll probably see going through June, we might have a little bit of a short, um, you know, as you see prices rise too quickly, but you know, it's going to be sustained progress for the platform, which is awesome. Um, so, Will it happen in July for Ethereum? Will we get to Ethereum 2.0? Who knows? There's not a whole lot of clarity on that. Yeah, Vitalik is smart. He's awesome. They've got a lot of support behind them, and they have basically a monopoly on the DAP market right now. But as Cardano and as other platforms, you know, roll out what they can do with staking, as they roll out their ability to host DAPs and smart contracts and have uh, competing languages. Uh, like Plutus, for example, or being able to use Haskell, which is a lot easier than Solidity um, in a lot of ways. And there's some questions on backwards compatibility moving from Ethereum if you were to adapt to Cardano or moving from Ethereum to a different platform other than Cardano. I think you're going to see, we'll probably see an alt season very similar to what we had in 2017. Um, and, you know, that a lot of money will not just go into Ethereum this time, you'll see that split and you'll see that market share really start to diversify for the first time. And I think that's when a lot of these platforms are going to be able to compete with Ethereum. Um, one of the biggest drivers and factors is the volatility and the volatility is affected by two things. It's the certainty and the uncertainty in the markets. Um, you know, the certainty being, you know, having release dates for Shelly knowing that staking is going to happen for as long as they've been preaching it, as long as Charles has been preaching it. And 
you know, that's good. That's pushing the price in the right direction. That's going to push adoption. That's going to push growth. Um, the uncertainty side of it is something you have to watch out for. Like looking at the pandemic, for example, the uncertainty of having a lockdown and quarantine globally drove all the markets into the ground, including Cardano, all the way back down to all time lows. Um, but since late March, um, that uncertainty kind of weared off. We had more relative certainty in Cardano and on it started to bounce off that three month um, SMA line. If you look at Bollinger Bands, uh, it's strongly stayed above the MACD. In a lot of ways, if you guys are into statistics and charting. Um, so there's been a lot of strong growth in the market, a lot of strong support for Cardano as a project, even more so than the other ones. Cardano has seen more growth than most of the cryptos in the top 10. Um, and I throw Tezos into that category. They're doing very well um, in terms of growth. Um, but the uncertainty in the market is something that can really move the price up or down. And if you're a trader, if you're an investor, whether you're short term or long term, it's something you have to pay attention to. And there's a lot of uncertainty. Looking at the virus, for example, if we had a failed attempt at a vaccine, which probably happened because you can't just create a vaccine out of thin air to solve Corona. Um, you know, it's a, it's a virus. It multiplies. There are different strains. So you're not going to have a vaccine. And if you do have a vaccine, it's only going to work for one strain. So what happens when people realize and wake up to the reality that you aren't going to have um, a vaccine anytime soon, or we have another breakout or a second wave of Corona? Is that going to send crypto markets down? Is that going to prop them up? Um, that's uncertainty that you have to keep in mind. Um, looking at the, the protests regarding George Floyd and, and Black Lives Matter movement, um, there's a lot of tensions in, in America, some of those tensions are spreading globally. That creates a degree of uncertainty in what's going to happen tomorrow. Are things going to get worse? Are we going to come together? Um, you know, that stuff can also drive markets. And you're seeing that drive markets as of yesterday, too. Um, so not just the virus, not just social issues. Um, look, I mean, martial law can obviously scare people enough, create uncertainty to drive markets. Um, we're still looking at the possibility of global recession, if not worse, um, if legacy markets don't recover anytime soon. Um, there's 45 different models of Bitcoin mi miners out there that aren't profitable anymore. That's pretty telling. The proof of work industry, industry showing that um, this equipment, it's not going to be a forever solution. You know, the mining is a huge component of this, huge component of pushing um, the crypto industry. Um, and it's a little bit more technical and some of you guys may not understand it in depth, but if you don't have advancement in the technology for proof of work and you don't have that continuously and it can't remain profitable for a prolonged period of time, your ROI is going to be terrible. In fact, you're going to lose more money than you are going to make getting into it because you're hoping that the price of Bitcoin, for example, goes to $20,000 again or 50000 or 100000 if you want prolonged profitability in proof of work um, in those miners that you buy from Bitmain or what's miner. Um, and that's not sustainable. That's why there's a huge push for proof of stake and platforms that are leading in that will do much better um, over the long term. Um, you also have to look at other black swan events, things that can happen later in 2020. Because a lot of things have affected the markets. So you have to look at the fact we're heading into hurricane season. What happens if cities get decimated again? What happens if people are going hungry, supply chains fall apart? Um, all those things affect markets. 
especially crypto, since it, the volatility plays heavily off of uncertainty. Um, and while we all want to see certainty in the markets, uh, relatively good things happening that we can predict, um, it's just not always the case. So you have to pay very close attention to that. Um, and I'm not going to make this too long, so I'll give you a quick takeaway. But you know, ADA, Cardano, IOHK, they're incredibly bullish right now, incredibly volatile, like I was saying earlier. Um, if you look at the technicals and the charts, they've been bouncing off the SMA the last couple months, and it's really high right now. Um, every signal points to buying right now. It's not something you want to sell. It's something you want to hold, especially as Shelly is rolled out, the mainnet's rolled out through June and through the rest of the summer. Um, and we get closer and closer to Gogolin as well, being able to launch smart contracts and dApps on that platform to compete with Ethereum. Um, trade volume. Ada's trade volume is incredibly high right now, the highest I've probably ever seen it. Um, there's about $200 million in 24-hour trade volume at any point in time the last couple of years. It's, it's almost at a billion dollars in trade volume. It's spiked uh, incredibly, which shows that there's interest growth and people moving to that platform, putting money in that platform. Um, most people are doing right now, are going to continue doing through June, is buying as much ADA as possible with the anticipation of staking it and collecting a dividend. Um, and, you know, staking your ADA on that platform, uh, locking up your ADA will, you know, decrease volatility over time as more people do it. And not only will it secure the network, but it'll also lower volatility. And as Cardano revalues itself to a reasonable price, um, it'll become a stronger investment, a better investment. I think a lot of people will have more faith in it than they do uh, Ethereum, uh, especially if Cardano can solve all the bottleneck issues that we're going through. Um, you also have to look at the fact that ADA has outperformed, especially over the past week, every other crypto in the top 10. And it's jumped Tezos a couple times and fell back down because they're very close in, in market cap. But you'll likely see Cardano jump back into that top five or top six um, as its market cap goes back up a couple billion. Um, so in a nutshell, just to kind of recap that, the, the whole point of this is looking at Cardano versus, you know, the dominating platform in the market, which is Ethereum. Um, you know, I bought into Ethereum. You know, I've been a huge supporter of Ethereum. I've built on Ethereum. I've supported projects that are built on Ethereum and still do. Uh, for a very long time, it's a great project. It has good leadership, tons of backing, tons of funding. Funding, um, you know, And they have a huge grip on the market. They control the DAP market. That's going to change relatively soon. The one thing that crypto doesn't have is clear competition. Hell, Bitcoin doesn't even have clear competition. Um, Litecoin doesn't really compete with Bitcoin. Um, Tether doesn't compete with Bitcoin. Um, there's a reason why Bitcoin is still number one and has a massive market cap and people put faith in it. Um, where there's going to be competition and diversity, other than having a global currency that exists on the internet, is on these platforms like Ethereum, being able to build something, build a smart contract to eliminate middlemen. You're going to see that competition crop up very soon. Cardano is a leading competitor for that. You know, they're a better platform in a lot of ways. They're academically researched. Uh, they took their sweet time building it the right way with a better code, more secure code, um, building out 
contingencies for things like quantum resistance, having backward compatibility so people can move their dApps to Cardano, um, building a decentralized treasury and governance system, um, and then you know finally having staking as a validation method. Um, Cardano is poised to do very, very well, and I've said it for a very long time. I, I said it early on in 2017 before it spiked uh, from two cents to a dollar, $10.20 at all-time highs and here we are again where it bottomed out over the last couple of years because that was driven by hype and now we have legitimate um, developments and improvements on the platform. Cardano is going to revalue itself. People are going to buy into it until it reaches a value that it deserves and that's going to be much higher than where it is now and you know, by the end of the year we could see a dollar again. Um, by 2021, we could see levels much, much higher than that. It all depends on whether or not we get that development that we're expecting to see. And I think having Shelly Mainnet rolled out and actually being able to stake legitimately on the platform and having um, not relying just on the snapshot of the ADA holders, but the entire ADA ecosystem and pushing that, I think you're going to be surprised how much Cardano grows and how much that's going to um, decouple itself from the market and from Ethereum. And I think you'll see a lot of changes there. So it's a quick, short live video that will, this will be on the podcast tomorrow. Um, again, if you guys have any questions, anything you want me to talk about live in the future or go into detail on, or if you want to hear more about Cardano versus the market or versus Ethereum, or if you want to hear more about Ethereum just in general, um, you know, in the future of that, can it, you know, survive? Is it going to compete? Is it going to, to fall off the edge of the earth here. Um, you know, let me know, drop, drop your uh, questions and comments down in the comment section and see you guys all next time.